Oh, I'm frozen again. No, 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 no you're still good. good. Yeah, no, I'm looking at the stream. That's all. It looked like I was frozen for a second. But no, no, I'm just. Don't just start that. Hence, hence, just hit the button. Hence why my hand just came up in front of the screen. It's like, it's like broken. It's Ghost Ram. It's like you can't see him moving, but he is moving. Yeah. I could be a magician, couldn't I? Like, this way. Look into my eyes. My eyes. Not my but my eyes. My eyes. My eyes. My eyes. Now, you will send all your money to the Rand Nerds Patreon. All of it. Shit, do we have one? And snap and you're awake again. We have got Rand Nerds Patreon. Have we? Do you know, I've not checked it in about two a year and a half. I bet. Let me check. See, I didn't realise. Let me see if our Patreon. <laughs> let's see if our Patreon is still zero? actually active. Zero. Uh, I'm sure it will be zero. I don't answer. Oh, just let me log in. Five thousand pounds a month. <laughs> oh, now I need to verify the device. Oh, for fuck's sake! How hard is it to log into an account these days? I just want to see how embarrassing it is. Yeah. Right. Yes. My page. We have yes. zero Patreons. Yes. <laughs> the last, so well. the last live stream posted to Patreon. Do I have a guess? The day that the account was set up. Probably pretty close. But do you want to guess? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to guess the last live stream posted to the, to Patreon? Ran nerds twenty four hours last year. No. Oddly was, specific, but yeah. It was episode 110. Forecast 16th of March 2019. Ram, what happened to the rest of it? <laughs> That's probably the last one I actually got around to posting on it. Well, you okay. know. <laughs> Look, I've, I've gone to the stage now where I've suddenly realized we need a social media manager. We just can't afford a social media manager. Yeah, you're right. You probably are right. Uh, we do need one, and no, we can't afford one. <laughs> yeah, because no well, one goes on Why can't you guys do it? Because I can't even be bothered to do my own. <laughs> do you know how many things I have to set up for every new podcast? You know, I have, to, I have to go and edit the Twitch stream. I have to go and put a new, create a new version on YouTube. I then have to go into Reshim and relink it again so it goes to the right place. I then have to, you know, do other stuff. You know how much hard that work that is? Oh, mate, I'm, I'm sorry. Just so much effort, so much work. The stress it you must go through. It takes me minutes on my day. I'm so just, sorry. Oh, well, you should be. I, I, I genuinely, mate, I am. I, I didn't realise how much you had to go through. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a mad miracle I've lasted this long, to be honest, guys. It's a <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm surprised we haven't pod faded yet. Yeah, we somehow keep coming back. I don't know why, but we're still here. What episode is this? Ah, well, good day, everyone. I'm the Suffer Graham. Well, to episode 199. Fucking hell! Language already. Woo! <laughs> of the Rand Nurse podcast. We did which it. Means Doing it. Next podcast, 200 episodes. Which means, with an average podcast length of well over an hour, there are now more episodes than there are hours in a week. You could listen to Round Nerds for over eight days straight. God blimey. Sounds yeah. like a cracking deal. It is. I mean, I believe they use some form of executioner in Terminal Bay. But <laughs> you can listen to the, the glory that is Round Nerds for a whole week. 
And there you go. You, you, what more? Can <laughs> you know want? you can survive being captured by the Americans. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So here we are. So thank you for joining us as part of the episode. And well, I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to do for episode 200 because the usual plan was to go to Chernobyl. That's now off the cards for mm-hmm. various Russian reasons. And uh, I reckon that, that's a fucking conspiracy. Do you think I'm calling Putin, them up? Do you think Putin hates our podcast? I think so. Do you think this whole thing should stop us podcasting? Yes. He got the dates a bit wrong. Well, what can I say? You know, he's Russian. They have all the letters backwards and that, don't they? That's very true. Yeah, they can't. I mean, I mean, small children learn not to put the letters backwards. That's it. But they carry Bless on all the way through. So you know. Yeah, but that's because that's they're 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 the bigliest. <laughs> <laughs> you can see why Trump got on well with them, can't you? <laughs> Bless him. <sighs> Gonna have to call up the Don. Say, uh, could you uh, do me a favour and uh, call up old Pooty and just uh, tell him to cut it the fuck out? I know you guys yeah. are rocking around as the nuclear power trio right now, but cut it the fuck out. <laughs> I've well, got shit to do. He's not. He's um. Well, he's put up again, getting arrested for for, uh, for treason. He nicked some paperwork, did he? He's, he's um. His uh. One of his like golf resorts got raided by the FBI. And they found boxes and boxes of top secret documents. Fuck yeah. Yep. And his excuse basically was well he's got several excuses. One one that one that oh well I had a standing or that anything that left the White House was automatically declassified. Doesn't work like that, apparently. Legally doesn't work like that. Alright. He had um, his other excuse was the FBI planted it, which all goes contrary to what he just said. Yeah, um, I can't remember his other. And he, oh, he had other excuses. Oh, of course, as is usual, he blamed. He said Obama had took over three million documents with him. I mean, okay, that's a lot of paperwork to carry. I mean, I've been a DM, and I do, and I couldn't generate three million pages of a campaign. Yeah, and didn't generate yeah. lots of paper. So, Could you imagine yeah. the amount of toner you'd have to go through for three million pages? <laughs> well, let, let, as we as we ain't got a lot to talk about, let's play. Let's work it out. So <laughs> you can tell where one nine nine's going. In yeah. the bin. How many pages can a toner cartridge print? Let's see. I have it. It's about five thousand pages. Some. <laughs> So most toners have a capacity between 2,000 and 4,000 pages. Let's split the difference and call it 3,000. All right. Which makes it very easy because 3 million divided by 3,000 is, what, 300,000 cartridges? What's three? How much is that going to cost? How many noughts in a million? Is it nine noughts in a million? More than than, than I I can count. I never can remember. More. Yes. More, more than a million, more right, than a, million is, a million six noughts. Okay, so a thousand toner cartridges to print three million pages. How much will that cost, Ram? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll have a look for a toner cartridge for my laser printer. You got to quote the Don Happy. So they're one hundred fifty pounds for my mm. toner cartridges. Okay, for my machine. So again, a thousand times that. So million dots. So that'd be uh, one hundred forty nine. Thousand nine hundred eight. Just call hundred fifty thousand pounds. He's good for that. But and let's be honest. And let's be honest. This is the American. I mean, they spent. I mean, that's like like cost of one missile for their military. So that's plausible. They could have. Mm-hmm. They could. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, 
Right, I'm not saying that Obama printed off 3 million pages of, new, of secret documents. Why I'm saying is it's plausible that someone could have made bought enough toner cartridge to print 3 million pages. Yes. That is plausible. Tune in next week for another episode of uh, Ran Nerds Mythbusting. <laughs> Ran Nerds does maths. <laughs> Ran Nerds Conspiracy Theories. Yeah. Could the Don have done it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> It's plausible. Is Don Traitor the American American nation? Yes. Probably. No, yes. You can't be saying that. I'm British. I can say whatever I want. (laughs) (laughs) Good call. (laughs) Bless him. He's going to be upset now. We're going to have to take him off my speed dial. Hang on. (sighs) Sorry, Don. You just don't make it today. (laughs) Yeah. Just make sure if he starts harassing, just make sure you block him. Is he allowed on Twitter yet? Well, he ain't going to be allowed to do no, fucking he anything. Ba- he, <laughs> he, made, he made his own Twitter, didn't he? His own version of Twitter with blackjack and hookers and stuff. Oh, mate, I want in on that. Why didn't he invite me? Because he only wants, wants saw nutters on it. Yeah, but I've and, uh, talk, talking of nutters, did you see? Did you see about Alex Jones being an American conspiracy nut? Oh, what's happened? What's happened? Come did on, you see what on. happened to what his, his lawyers? How his lawyers absolutely fucked him over. His lawyers fucked him over. That, wait, his own team fucked yes. him. So there was they his team. His lawyers were meant to send over some part of a part of a legal process. You have this stage called discovery, and. Yeah. Basically, both sides had to share all the evidence they have with each other. So, any documents and so forth. And you can request it, and they have to share it with each other just to prove that, you know, there's a. So, everybody goes in with a full deck of cards as well. And there's no. there's All this shit you see on TV where they suddenly go, I've got this document here, I want to enter the evidence. That doesn't happen. That that would do, that you you would never get without in in reality everybody knows all the evidence they just have to argue the differences between it and get experts and what have you in. Yeah. So he was meant to submit across all information to the um, Sandy Hook shooting, yeah. and they asked to send the information across from his phone. The his lawyers sent them a a image of his entire phone, three hundred gigabytes of data. Oh, everything, and his and the uh, the defendant the um pro, the um the complainant's lawyers. Well, very, they basically messaged about saying, I don't think you meant to send us this, but they never sent any real correction or correction to say, or take, took away acts or what have you. So that if you, and there's never a law, and I'm, I'm going to butcher this because I'm not an American legal lawyer, believe it or not. But after so long, if you make sure the other party's aware that they've fucked up, they have like a, a set number of days to fix it. After that time, yeah. though, it becomes fair game. So Shit. they basically emailed back and said, you fucked up. And they waited 10 days. At which point, the umpire hadn't done anything, it became fair game, and they were able to use all the information on his phone. I'll put a link to, there's a feature, there's a there's a lawyer who actually, who explains it a lot better than I do, and he basically has, and he basically, he says, at one point, um, Alex Jones goes to the, the, put the complaints lawyers and says, this is your Perry Mason moment, isn't it? And as this lawyer says, when, when you also have to say something, this is your Perry Mason moment, it's not a good sign. <laughs> so I'll put a link in the in the um, show notes uh, to this guy's video, and that'll he'll explain it a lot better than I have. But yeah, it's it's it as fuck ups go. That's a pretty fuck up. There no, is, I was going to say that's fucking pretty brutal. Jesus, 
There is a there is a part of me that suspects maybe it wasn't quite a fuck up, but I'm not gonna. We're basically it. stuffed, just Bennett. Well, maybe. makes you wonder if that somebody has a, somebody has um, some degree of compassion at um, the defend Alex Jones laws and and ac- and accidentally sent everything. Yeah, I was going to say like because wasn't he saying something along the lines of they were crisis actors or something? Yeah, like that? Yeah, they're all made up. The, the children never existed in all sorts, and Fucking some of the, some of the parents got hounded by his follow by Alex Jones followers. Uh, I think one actually committed suicide. Jeez. So yeah, he's definitely a nasty piece of work. That's the see. This is the problem with the internet. Everyone has a fucking voice. And once upon a time, you could just say to someone, "Look, you're just being fucking dumb. Shut the yeah. fuck up." But you can't do that anymore. <laughs> There's he, too many of them. He, he's done so many. He's got. He's been quiet. He's such an idiot. He didn't attend court one day because he said doctors said medically he wasn't able to. Right, and so he did attend court. The complaints lawyers basically went to a judge and said, "He's so ill he can't attend court." However, he's currently at this moment live streaming from his studio as we Fuck. speak, and they put up his live stream and showed it to the judge. Silly bastard! Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's and there's a um another. Another law, law I saw recently of lawyers behaving badly. This is not like a famous person, but a lawyer actually managed to get a mistrial. Get a, a basically a defendants managed to get to sunk their own defense and got a mistrial declared against them. So they they basically his doctor had um, screwed up. He had basically maybe put a um, a I think it was a feeding pipe or oxygen pipe to somebody's stomach and basically screwed up and ended up basically causing internal damage and killing them. Yeah, yeah, not nice. Not nice. This isn't a nice thing to happen. That's a pretty big fuck up. It's a pretty big fuck up. So he got there. If you're a doctor and your patients, like, you know, there's a reasonable chance they're going to live. That the, the point is, you're supposed to make them live longer. <laughs> yeah. You well, done fucked up. As is right, they got sued. And mm-hmm. when they got sued, and um, the defendant's lawyers, I don't know how, managed to win the case. They managed to basically, our, they managed to sort of come up with some arguments, basically said, you can't 1% prove that our doctor actually did killed him. Long story short. Okay. He was then filmed, and I don't know if this was filmed by phone, somebody there, or like from a, like from a um, Zoom meeting or something, and he's giving a address to all his like um, legal teams, and he says, he basically talks about how a situation where we had a client who... And again, I'm paraphrasing slightly here. Um, he basically, we had a client who killed who who killed somebody, but we managed to get do an expected defence and get him off, or worse that effect. He then said it was such a quick result. He got the lawyer to who defended the case to come and ring a bell because they won the victory. <laughs> somebody recorded this and posted on Instagram. <laughs> the plaintiff's lawyers then took said video. And um, basically went back to the judge and say, this is obviously grounds for a mistrial because they're basically admitting they know he killed him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's good. So and the mistrial got granted. So they'd won and then they've lost again. Bless. Yeah. So I'll put a link to that one as well. Um, the trick is, right, if, if, you, if you get, if you goof enough to end up in court, right, 
and somehow you get off by its seat of your undies, yeah? Be on your best behaviour for a while. Daughter, daughter was. This is his defence counsel who did it. Daughter got off, and then his defence counsel basically bragged about how they their, their client killed somebody and he got him off. Then I would say, right. <laughs> I won't be having you for my next defence counsel. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, actually, mate, you better not be. You better not be planning to fuck up again. He did. The guy issued an apology video. The the fans and basically oh said, "Oh my god, he issued an apology video. What is this fucking YouTube drama week?" Yeah, he sat there. He was crying his eyes out. You know, he was he was so he was so upset. And he hoped that he really fucked up. He basically said his apology was basically, "I didn't realize it would go on social media." What? <laughs> that was so, this is the thing, right? Here's right. I'm going to give you everyone. Here's a trick. It's one trick. Don't be a cunt. It doesn't matter if you think someone else is going to see it or not. Just fucking don't be a dick. Yep. Fuck. Whenever you're with, you're, a group, whenever you're with somebody else who isn't you, assume everything you say and do could at some point end up on Facebook. Damn right. Look. It's, if you don't want it to be fucking found or discovered, don't fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christ. You know, just don't be a dick. That's it. Like, how hard is that? <laughs> if everybody just did it wasn't a dick, we'd be all right. So. Bless him. <laughs> I'll, I'll put... I'll... I didn't think it end up on social media. What swat? <laughs> <laughs> so i hope you've enjoyed randnerd's maths and now randnerd's law review <laughs> oh, that's that's fucking beautiful mate that is absolutely fucking beautiful oh, well, his career's over <laughs> yeah i'll drop you the links later so you have a look <laughs> oh, mate oh, oh, i've fucked up pretty bad in my life but so far not that bad <laughs> Yeah, well, not, not, not bad if we go on the pub on the pub for saying, yes, my client did kill somebody, but, you know, we got him off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <sighs> oh, dear, oh, dear. I've needed a laugh. <laughs> well, I've needed a laugh as well. <sighs> it's been a busy old week. Been a good week for me, though. Some exciting news. Yeah. You know I ordered the car back in February? Yes. Got delivered Tuesday, Thursday. Hey! Dacia Sandero is finally here. What's up? Dacia Duster. Duster. Thank you very much. How is oh, it? Oh, it's very nice. Oh, it's so nice. Was it worth the wait? Yes. I've, I've, I've put a couple hundred miles on it already because it got delivered with 12 miles on it. It's lovely. Um, it's got... I was, I was In some ways, I was lucky by the delay because they did a mild facelift to the Dacia this year. Okay. So the, uh, the one I ordered had a version of like its um infotainment system had apple carplay but it was plug-in one and mm. uh, yeah which is a bit annoying and then about four or five months later they upgraded the infotainment they basically refreshed it slightly and put wireless apple carplay in it because mine got delayed so much being built they put the latter, latter version in so I end up, huh. I end up with the wireless cap. I I've ended up with a slightly better system with the wireless. Can I just ask, how does that work? Because do all Apple iPhones have um, NFC and stuff on them, or it's done through Wi-Fi? Your your phone connects to it via Wi-Fi. Oh, so it uses like AirPlay. Yeah. 
Type oh, system. Okay. Yeah. So there's two versions, wired and wireless. So because I thought it was I, I thought it was Bluetooth connection, so I was like, why do you have a wired and a wireless version? But it's not. Sure. It's Wi-Fi because the sheer amount of data to put across. So that explains why some systems have it because the ones that doesn't need to have wireless have to have extra Wi-Fi stuff added into them and so forth. Well, I suppose because I mean the iPhones only output on USB two, don't they? So yeah, but they um. Well, whatever that's that's what that's the difference. Why I had to have Wi-Fi enabled so it could do it. Yeah, yeah sure, 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 sure. I have to say it works so well. It's so sick. It's 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 is you get in it and it literally within a few seconds connects and your phone's just on your dashboard there. You can, you know, you can play your music. It has you know it has it it has sort of smart features built in. So like, if you have all like your appointments in your calendar. If you if you got if you go in your car, it'll look at your calendar and go, Well, you must be probably going to your next appointment, then it just automatically says, Do we just start game way to navigate you to the next appointment automatically? So just the the nav just basically picks it up. It's like this That's afternoon. Neo, yeah, it's because like this afternoon we were going to uh, uh this we went to an escape room this afternoon. For sister's birthday, yeah, escape room. And it was in the diary, so as soon as that in, it just popped up and wanted to give me directions to Chapelfields. Oh, cool. I was so, going to say, so you know, clearly you got out. <laughs> this is something you're not telling me. We escaped with, at 56 minutes and 12 seconds. Oh, there you go. Good job. Yeah. Yes. So it was, a, I've been to one before with friends. This was a family one. Because I said so, I said I thought they'd enjoy it. And we were, we were in Aladdin's cave and we had to find the genie's lamp. And, right. we managed, and we managed to, and after a few false starts, we did manage to, we did manage to escape and find the genie's lamp. And we did escape and we got out. Cool, and it was and it was really good fun. Well, what have you ever done an escape room? Uh, no, I have not. Do you really um, like an escape room? You think? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Put my wit and skills to use. <laughs> there are rules about what you can and can't do. Oh, so you, you yeah. For starters, you have to put all your stuff you have in a locker before you go in. So you go in basically, you know, you, have, you can still have your clothes on. That's still allowed. But are, you sh- are you sure? <laughs> well, they didn't, they didn't say we couldn't take our clothes in, but I didn't ask. But you go in, you put your put, put everything goes in a locker, um, and, then you, and yeah, then you go in, it's just your wits about you and so forth. But yeah, so you can't take lockpicks with you, or or, or some wire cutters to cut through the various connectors, and oh, they mate. and they are monitored while you're in there to make sure you don't fuck things up. So I can't take my soldering iron. No, can't take my lockpicks. You can't take your laptop and sort of like hacking to the network. Fuck's sake. No. But it's quite good fun. We okay, should go. That's cool. <laughs> we should go to one. Oh dear. Yeah, you're not allowed to take cameras in though, because they don't want people to sort of like film it and put it on YouTube and spoil it. Oh fucking what? I'm supposed to be doing a vlog. <laughs> you can vlog yourself before you go in and you can vlog yourself at the other end saying, Look at my camera! I'll never see you again. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Ram. I'll never get out. <laughs> Think about it. Peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, it's, no, because they do, they do, they do. You, they. It's not quite peace and quiet because they do. You know. Well, how can I put it nicely? They do basically say you've got half hour left type jobs. Oh, guys. Do, yeah, yeah. It's not quite peace and quiet. It's probably quieter than my fucking house. <laughs> yeah. Probably yes. At the moment, yes. Because don't the kids go back to school next week? Uh, yeah, in a week or two, I think. Has staggered. They're not all going back at the same time. But thank you. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love how you say this staggered because for some reason I was like, well, he goes back at 9 a.m., he goes back at 10 a.m. No, it's funny you say that, actually. No, that's, that is the case in, in, in really? some sense. Because, um, yeah, my my um, eldest son, um, like, so when the, the finish for the day, they've had different times to finish for ages. That's why my streaming slot was 10 till 2 or my free time slot was 10 till 2 instead of 10 till, like, half 3 or or whatever because my eldest son would finish school at half 2 and my youngest son would finish at 20 past 3. Oh. Yeah, it's a fucking ball, like. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're different schools, though, I suppose it's sort of handy. Fine. Just on the other side of fucking town. <laughs> Which one? The one that finishes later or earlier? Uh, no, the earlier one's on the opposite side of town. Oh, that's annoying. Although I don't actually know when my youngest son's school lets out now. So... <sighs> Perhaps they'll turn to an academy and he could be there till six every day. <laughs> I thought that's pretty much every school in the area, isn't it? I remember someone at work who really kicked off because um she worked sort of like, you know, nine till nine till sixes and they said they're gonna say, I'll go turn it to an academy and she's gonna go have the kids there from like eight in the morning to six at night. That's great. Like, <laughs> it's great for the post, but I don't think children could actually. I think that must just. I can't think how children get anything extra out of the children. Well, in fairness, though, I know some parents who used to send their kids to like breakfast club and after school club every day of the week. Yeah, that's great. So again, it's good for the parents. I bet the parents loved it, but. Oh, I yeah, think, the kids bet, don't do fucking. They can barely get anything out of the kids anyway. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. This, this is the trick. Like, kids don't learn shit in school. Two-thirds of them just sit there fucking twiddling the fucking thumbs all day. Or yeah. talking shit all day. Uh, bring back the cane, eh? <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> Perhaps they could have like, little electrodes on all the chairs. And the teacher can mm-hmm. sit there. And if no, inch... I would wire up the uh, the metal on the, on, the, on the tables. So that, you know, if they fucking lean over the tables, they get shocked. <laughs> yeah, 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 you could do that. But I think if a little lecture on the chair, the teacher could have a little like board in front of them, and every time they saw a student being a bit sleepy, you just hit a button. No, I just whap, I just fucking whap the entire class. I wouldn't even be able, I wouldn't even isolate individual chairs Ooh, or tables. Now that's now that is a good thing because if everybody gets punished for one person falling behind, you damn right. Oh, <laughs> you got oh. it. My, I tell you what, my my fellow pupils would have hated me at school if that was the case. Huh? Because I was, I was so stupid at school. Oh, mate! It's I not was possible. no, I was. I was real. I was really thick as two short planks when I was at school. Honestly, Ram? yeah. I don't believe you. You talk well, to the mother, smartest motherfuckers I know. Talk to my mother, and she will confirm it. She was really worried when I was at school. She nah. was really concerned about me and so forth because I was very, I was very behind. I was. I struggled to learn. I used to sit there. I used to saw my mind used to wander. I mean, if I was there now, if I if if you know, like sort of eight, eight year of me was there now, I probably would be being tested and assessed and trying to. Oh work no, they out. don't do that, Ram. They don't do that. No, They'd, honestly, they'll just nope. They'll just leave you to sit in the fucking corner and be done with it. Or they'll raise the they'll raise an issue with the parents, and then they'll leave you in the corner. <laughs> Well, things haven't um, changed because basically they used to talk to my mother about it, but nothing ever, ever happened. Yeah, that's basically the same groove as now. Yeah. 
absolute fucking nightmare. And, you know, to be fair, I thought, I think to myself now, like, if I'd have gone, because I was a, what's the one where you, you've got the potential, but you never actually put any effort in? Underachiever? Yeah. Uh, underachiever. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Underachiever. Whichever one it is, I'm the one that didn't put in, like, I had the potential, and then when people started to expect things of me, I just shut down and didn't do anything. Mm. Yes. Do you think that was partly that? Could it probably be that because you, when you got something, that if you got ahead of everybody else, you got bored that everybody else was in a yeah. you? Well, I was one. I was bored, and two, I didn't want the attention, so I would just fucking purposely flub stuff just to <laughs> not to have yeah. that extra weight put on. Yeah, I can see that. No, I used to do it in. Um, I used to do it in uni and that all the time. Fucking just, I'd look at the minimum requirements to to get a passing grade, and then I'd do that, and I'd have fucking weeks left over. Yeah. Weeks. It's just like, nope, that'll do. I've already got the passing grade. Done. Finished. Yeah. Have it done in like less than like one session in an afternoon. Passing grade. Been it off. Not interested. Yeah. But uh, yeah, them, them are the days. <laughs> Them were the days, our school and college days. Yeah, I can know. Yeah, school's not a good time for me. No, me me either, to be fair, mate, me either. I I feel sorry for a lot of the kids these days, and given how I've seen a lot of people as they've they've grown up, we've all grown up on that, right? I go, the, the one thing I've noticed... I don't know if maybe this is just a school thing in general, but people always seem to wish for their high school college days again because no one's ever told that the the fun times don't last forever kind of thing, right? Mm. And there's this... What was this thing I heard? It was a while ago. This teacher saying, yeah, I want these children to look back at this and think of it as as some of the best times of their life. I was like, you insufferable wank stain. This can't be... I see so many people damaged now because of that mentality because they've got, they've started to go through life and they're not getting what they got back in high school. They don't have the attention. They don't have the praise. They don't, you know, they have to fucking, you know, work to pay their bills and shit like that. People aren't just handing shit to them. Um, you know, (laughs) so they end up fucking miserable. (laughs) I remember the transition to working full time. That's a shock to the system, isn't it? Yeah. First time I worked full time, I was like, fucking hell, this is really hard. I'm tired all the time now. Yeah. What? And then you look at your bank balance thinking, well, I've worked all this fucking time. Let's check it out. Bam. Nothing. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. It's like, hey, look at that money. And then two or three days later, when all the bills come out, oh, look at all that money. That's exactly like it is now. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, fucking hell. I remember a time when I actually used to have fun. Yeah. (laughs) And then eventually you get into like this sort of Stockholm syndrome about the whole situation, and you sort of like go, "Oh, it's all right, full time. That's okay. I can do that." And yeah, you're off, and you don't think about it anymore. But yeah, initially it is horrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, you think, "How do people hack it? I don't think I can hack doing this." And then it's like, "Well, after about sort of a, a few months, your brain sort of like readjusts, and you say, oh, I can do this now.'" Yeah, I would say probably after like three to six months of the slog, it just becomes habit. Yeah. But that's a fucking... But when... The trouble is when people, you know, let's say they go fucking five, six, seven years in that same position, though, they're like, well, there's got to be more than this because all they seem to do is just work and pay bills and work and pay bills. It's like, sorry, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) For the majority of us, 
that's it. Yeah. yeah, but I remember back when I used to be able to hang out with my friends and party and travel and all that kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, that was that was back then. Like yeah. if you if you'd have worked hard and saved back then <laughs> You uh, more options, maybe, now. but all your friends would have had to work hard and save back but, then yeah, as well. Exactly, so yeah. it's not that know, easy. Trying to trying to fucking get people together as an adult, nightmare, fucking nightmare. Think about all the like the yeah. cool land parties and and other stuff that you could do back in the day. Yeah, ain't ever doing that now. No, no just like people hey, get fucking yeah. jobs, married, kids. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just like, yeah, let's just have a LAN party next week and just and just five days just doing non-stop LAN party because no one's got any commitments. Yep. No one has to go to work. And now it's like, hey, guys, do you want to meet up for a meal? Yeah, sounds good. Like, when's your favourable? Oh, I'm favourable on this Friday in six months' time. Oh, good. Like, oh, no, I can't do that one, mate. I yeah, can't do yeah. that. I've got a school play to go to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you, you get tied down with work, and then a food, then you, they eventually you get married, you get tied down with a, with a partner, and then after that you get tied down with children, and, mm, and crazy. yeah, yeah, <laughs> and before you realise, it's like, what is free time? Does that exist? I don't nope. have any free time. It's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. good times, good times. Speaking then, Ram, of free time, have you actually had a chance to do anything? No! Oh, shit. <laughs> I've, I've, I have played a bit more Deus Ex. I have fitted some worktops. So there's some bit of free time with my free time. I've fitted some worktops. Oh, there you go. So what, what you're basically saying is... Cause, so, because so, you you you're playing through um, Mankind Divided, yeah? The, yes. the last of the new Deus Exes. There yes. were supposed to be three of the new ones, weren't there? But they only yeah. released two. Um, you've played a game that you've played through before. I've played through a game that I've played through before. I, and both games I we've never, spoken about on the podcast. I, I never finished Mankind Divided. The first okay. Time. Do you know if you're if you're anywhere near finishing it? Um, no, I'm, time-wise, I'm not. But I am. En- I am enjoying myself more this time through. Oh. I am. Okay. I've sort of gone to the tone of it. I'm still not keen. on The storyline isn't as good. I think because actually, it takes a. It takes a long time for anything sort of to develop. Right. Nothing's really, nothing's really developed so far, like the main story wise. It's a very, it, it doesn't, it's it's very slow, slow little spoon fed. Whereas yeah. in Human Revolution, your like initial sort of like your tour levels like set with the attack on Sarah's headquarters, and then sort of immediately after that. You wake up, you, you get augmented, and you wake up back at all south. Of course, you've just come back. You then call in to go deal with a um, uh, like some hostage hostage crisis, yeah. And you have to go back, and you're in a fairly confined space. There's stuff to do, but there's not much to do. Um, yeah. And then you go off, and then that hostage sort of built starts building more into sort of like the normal sort. Of, it seems sort of not relevant, but actually it is. If if you realize it is relevant, so it gets you into the story fairly quickly. Whereas this hasn't really got into the story very quickly. It's, it's, I think it's one that you have to go quite free for. It's, it's, it's like, let's make all these sort of unconnected things all of a sudden feel like they're part of something. So it's, it's, the story hasn't grabbed me anywhere near as much as Human Revolution's ones. And as I think we discussed last time, was they sort of wrote themselves into a corner. Um, yeah. A little bit of storyline. That allegory for racism. <laughs> 
which is you know it's it's fine or something. And people would, and obviously after an event like what happened, people would be bloody suspicious of anyone who's augmented. Yeah, but you'd be uh, knocked at the people who made it, not at the people who were augmented. Ah, <laughs> uh, people, but that you're assuming everybody out there is rational. Yeah, you know you're right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you, know, you are right. Yeah, I mean. Let's face it. I mean, people hate people who hate Elon Musk. Must will go key somebody's Tesla. And, yeah, fair point. You know, so yeah, and so and people like so it doesn't quite well, but it's 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 okay. But I've sort of like now, sort of like sort of um um sort of go around sort of magical, get some more upgrades and so forth, and I'm sort of like and sort of, I'm sort of mucking around a bit. I have sort of took my time, sort of like spent a lot of time exploring around and. There are some actual like interesting bits really hidden away, like yeah. you come and some and it's like you come across this bit where there's a um some drones that just seem randomly attacking some people and they're like just in the middle of this random sewer somewhere that you wouldn't necessarily have, you don't even have to go to you can't hear they're there unless you actually explore you would never come across it and mm-hmm. you take them out eventually first person you find you get a bit backstory about how they were like kidnapped to be sold as like miners and stuff because they're augmented and stuff and there's some interesting little bits in it. It just doesn't feel the world doesn't feel so fleshed out. Right. I think also it doesn't help that all your people you're working for either distrust you mm-hmm. or they see you as a or they actually hate you or they see you as a sort of like uh Nessie says no you've got no sort of like feeling of any sort of like buddies. Sure, I get that. Um so like you know you're you're you work for TF twenty nine Task Force twenty nine which is an Intel organization, and nearly everybody there is either suspicious of you. All the main sort of like main characters. Well, there's one person who's like quite nice to you, it's quite likes you, it's, it's fairly polite to you, but they're not like a really a main character. But like the guy like you work for, he like sort of like really is arsy to you. What well, not your main boss, but sort of like sort of like also your fellow cops or soldiers. I yeah. mean, admittedly, admittedly. He's like that of everybody, and he actually says as much. He says, "I'm like, this is why I've got two ex-wives because I'm an arsehole, basically." Okay. Um, but then, like the guy, who the worked... tech guy from uh, Human Revolution, he was a bit of a twat. He was a bit of a trap, but he was he was. But as time goes on, he warms to you. Uh, so this uh, guy's just a, an outright twat. <laughs> he is, uh, but, yeah, but I just thought that, I just thought that basically he says, "Yeah, I'm a cunt and I know it," and I'm not going to pretend. Um, the guy, so your your boss, I don't know if he respects you or not, but he just sees you as a, a useful tool to have. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's all like sends you on your way and so forth. I did break into his, I did find his apartment to break into his apartment and steal his sniper rifle. <laughs> you cheeky bastard! I didn't realize his apartment. No wonder you don't fucking like you very much. <laughs> I didn't realize his apartment. I hacked into, I hacked into this apartment because you know I upgraded my security clearance. So I could hack into high level things, and then I go to the laptop and hack and say, "Oh, it's so and so's laptop." That must mean this is his apartment. So I go upstairs and I find a secret room with a sniper rifle in it, which I steal and then immediately sell on. Those fucking clankers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, you clank. Um, fucking coming into my fucking apartment, stealing my shit. <laughs> yeah. Now, I want to see the. I, I want to ask actually. That there was a reason why I asked you about um, Deus Ex because. There was supposed to be a trilogy of the new ones because yes. they started to make them in, in a time when we like to have sequels for things. So technically, yeah. the story is unfinished. How the fuck does it go from um, Mankind Divided 
to um, well, the regular Deus Ex? So they leave a lot of um, gaps in between. So obviously in regular, in regular Deus Ex, it was acknowledged that nano machines were like the new technology and that augmented agents, mechanical augmentations was the old technology. But they don't talk an awful lot about the past in the original mm-hmm. Deus Ex. So there's a, that's why there's such a huge gap of stuff that could happen. And basically sure. the people had a lot of free reign to do stuff. Because the original Deus Ex, I think, set in 2040. 2042, I think it's set in. Okay. Um, so set fair, fairly far into the future. Um, but yeah, this because I think this one's the Deus Ex Mankind Human Revolution is about 20 years prior to it. Um, sure. So that basically gave lots of free reign. Now, you do find yourself, you do come across names. So, for example, um, the head of Task Force 29, his boss is Joseph Mandeli, who's the guy who leads you Natco in Deus Ex. So, right. so, but he's but he's illogical. He's like he's he's Task Force Twenty Nine's boss, and you can see how Unatco can actually fo- could form out of Task Force Twenty Nine. That's not in the backstory how Unatco forms, because Unatco forms when they blow up the Statue of Liberty. Um, so there's, but I can, you can see how it sort of develops from. Yeah, it. So there's lots of things. Obviously, I'm. I the story's been very drip fed. So. I've not seen a lot more of those connections, but there's a lot of other companies. So like Verse Life, who's a big part of um, um, Deus Ex, are, is still ex- existing, the original Deus Ex. They are the, the, the only remaining manufacturer of Neuropazine, which is the drug you need if you are an augmenter so you don't reject your augmentations. Mm-hmm. Um, there are lots of little tie-ins and so forth, and they're full, basically full free reign because not much is talked about in the past. There's a lot of talk about in the distance past, in Deus Ex, they talk about how the organization has been formed like in like the 1400s, like the Illuminati um, formed like back in like sort of like 1400s. And you know, you, you, they talk about how they come, they evolve like the Knights Templar and all this sort of stuff. All that sort of stuff is in there, but not sort of like their recent history has been was, was sort of almost deliberately left blank. Yeah. So it was able to, they were able to build us. So it's, it's basically a blank slate form, which is ideal for doing a prequel. They could do well, yeah, because I, I, I was just curious though, because we go from, you know, orgs being fucking despised mm. to nano machines. I was like, well, if you fucking hate the augmented, and I'm sure there were, there were still augmented folk in. Augmented agents in original Deus Ex. Yes, yes, that's basically because only um, old Denton was the was he one of the only ones with the nano machines. He was the second aug- nano machine augmented agent. So his brother Paul was the first, and JC Denton is the second of the um, nano machines. And and you do so pretty much all the people you do encounter. You don't encounter many augments in Deus Ex. There is, um, it seems to always be in Deus Ex originally that the pressure you get is that the augmented people are actually in general, either are actually in general, either the mega rich or, yeah. or they are basically soldiers. Sure. Because most ones you encounter are working for Yunatko. There's a bartender you encounter who's ex military, I believe. I mean, bear in mind, it's been probably about. 10 years since I last played Deus Ex and my memory's probably a bit hazy on this there aren't many augmented people and also the other thing is worth mentioning that Deus Ex takes place 
into all the civilian areas, it takes place in very poor parts of the world, deliberately, like you are where the dregs of society live. Mm. It's where it's set, whereas Human Revolution is in the more posher parts of the world. So there's sort of a class divide as well. But it's very clear there is definitely... I mean, obviously, people actually change and so forth, and how they... I don't know what they do in the storyline to tie it together, but I suspect it'd be something on the lines of... Um, Perhaps all reservation, but there's there's definitely not as many augment people in Deus Ex, mechanical people Deus Ex as there are in Human Revolution. Human Revolution and Mankind Divided, it's fairly common. Augmented sure. people are fairly common. It's it's almost like it's almost like we you know when a smart like the like the proper smartphones first came in, mm-hmm. and like there was a sort of like it started off like sort of like just the really elite people. You know, I say elite people. You know, the people who had lots of sort of spare cash to buy them had them. And then it sort of gradually filtered down, but managed yeah. a stage which not quite got to everybody. So yeah. you still have to be fairly well off. And because being augmented in Deus Ex is really, in especially in Human Revolution, causes you to take a drug the whole time you're having it. You do need to be. You it's not for everybody, but there are quite a few people who I mean, there are quite a lot of gangs who are heavily augmented, who are still in the opposite and what have you. So it's it's it's. It's also if you lived in Deus Ex's world, Human Revolution's world, also you would know an augmented person. Probably several people who would augment. It's probably some quite minor, probably some quite major. Yeah. Um and also it was quite common if you were in a sense applied that if you worked in some sort of industry, you could basically apply to have parts of the augmented. So if you're a construction worker, you could actually get better pay by being augmented so you can carry like you know power tools in your arms and stuff. Whereas in Deus Ex, original Deus Ex worlds, no one's talking about augmented. It's probably quite a rarity. You probably know of people, but you probably would know someone direct. This is the impression I got. So sure. I suspect what happens is, is that mechanical motion basically sort of almost dies out as an idea until, unless it, but it's kept within. Because let's be honest, government and militaries aren't going to sort of forget about it. No, yeah, they're going to still want people being augmented because they can they can see it. And obviously, you've got to be it's only two years after the incident, so everything's still a bit raw. You know, f- ten years is a long time for people to forget things, particularly if yeah. you're particularly if you're military. So I mean, well, because I was just thinking because obviously you're not going to get the ending from Human Revolution, um, really, because there was there were, I'm sure there was supposed to be another game. I think you're right. I think there was maybe a third game, and they it never came out. So I, you know, it just. I get the feeling that they wrote Human Revolution as the. They were. I don't think they're anticipating a sequel necessarily to Human Revolution. That's the thing right. I got. I don't think they're anticipating a sequel to it. They basically built a prequel that could stand on its own. I know, and... sorry, Mankind Divided was supposed to have the. Uh, there was supposed. There was supposed yes. to be a game after Mankind Divided. Yeah. And I don't think you're going to get. You know, I mean, I don't know who actually owns Deus Ex. Square owns now. Square owns it still. I think they do. Yeah, I think Square still owns Deus Ex. Oh, okay, cool. I won't. Oh I won't no, I might be wrong sure. on that because I have. I think they might have actually sold it. Don't you oh, that? I mean, if 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 we ain't going to get that third game, so I think I think they were planning on making a third game after uh, Mankind Divided. I always get the fucking subtitles of those mixed up. Um. I I really want to know how they would bridge the gap, or 
if they would leave it with enough time left over to maybe make a fourth or a spin-off or... So, according to an article from... Um, from, from May, a, a company called Embracer Group, a planet soaring massive video game publishers that own all the own likes of Gearbox and THQ Nordic have announced they have purchased a number of properties from Square Enix. They oh? Per- yeah, they purchased... Um, they have purchased Crystal Dynamics, IDOS Montreal, and Square Inks Montreal. Right. Um... The catalogs I paid, they have now purchased is DSX, Tomb Raider, Thief, Legacy of Khan, and others. Oh. Okay, Khan, Kane, Kane, Legacy Kane, of Kane. Legacy of Kane. Yeah. So they basically, yeah, so it has been bought, those ones have been bought out. It's interesting. Oh. I always find it interesting how Thief always seems to follow DSX around. They are not at all related, <laughs> but they always seem to follow each other around. Um,. Tomb Raider is a bit of a surprise, although I suppose Tomb Raider had, because I thought the new series had done quite well, the newer ones. Yeah, but the, I mean, the last one was quite old now, isn't it? The last of the new three. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't think people appreciate that third one as, as much as they did the, the first of the reboot. Yeah, so we might get a, um, another Deus Ex, you never know. I was just curious. I, yeah. I, you know, I was just curious, because it has been, it's been a long fucking time since... So, Deus Ex, Human Revolution, yeah, Human Revolution came out 2012. Mankind of Ireland came out 2016, I think. Yeah, 23rd of August, 2016. So, a fair time away. I mean, it's, it's slightly bizarre to think that, because um, Human Revolution is set in 2027. Oh. So, yeah, so five years away. And to be fair, some of the stuff they've come up, some of the stuff, I mean, they're a bit, I was the time as well, but some of the sort of like technology they showed off, it's also going to come a bit to pass. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Well, it's interesting, actually. I, I do sort of like keep an eye on sort of, um, I'm intrigued by sort of, because um, I'm very pro augmentation. I think portraits is, in general, a good thing with the right. With the right um, yeah what do you call it uh regulation sure um but i've been interested in sort of following stuff i mean i saw a video of this company who's basically developed a a basically a, a hud that you can wear in, on a, on a, a contact lens i've seen about that yeah the vr community went fucking like oh mate about that yeah because it was more augmented reality I mean, it's, only, it's only um like sort of like um it's fair. I mean, it's only like sort of green text type situation. Oh yeah, sure. But it's interesting watching that. How you could sort of like the the idea of wearing a contact that has like a built-in HUD mm-hmm. seems quite cool to me. You know, imagine it's all like you know, getting directions to go somewhere just appears on your screen, on your That'd eyes. That would be neat. I do. I do worry about having a battery that close to my eyeball. No, I agree. That's one of the things I thought. It's like that's not. I'm not entirely comfortable with it. It's neat, but it, like because even though I've got a duffer eye, I wouldn't want anything near that eye that could maybe pop, burn. Yeah, you know, um, it might have limited uses, but I'd like to keep those limited uses. Yeah, I would also. I I I'm more I'm more keen that if they could somehow integrate technology into 
glasses that weren't just Google glass, you know, that you could you could have it as part of any set of glasses you could buy. Oh, do you want to have the the whatever upgrades to your glasses? Because at least you could take a pair of glasses off. If they start to catch fire, you can take them off. Yep. Um, I'd be more inclined for something like that. Because um, I don't know Google Glass, but I'm sure they can miniaturize. If they can miniaturize onto a contact lens, they should be able to put it onto a set of glasses. Yeah. Um, but I could see it being a more realistic thing, realistically. Um, but it's interesting, actually, how, you know, it's getting, they're getting better. They are starting to solve the issues of, you know, um, human machine interface where basically there's no sort of feedback between the augmented limbs. So it's still two that you have strapped to you rather than actual integrated fully with you. They're starting to solve those issues. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where where it goes, that technology, and how close we get in 2027. We won't be Deus Ex level close, but... Um, There'll be some crap. I think I think there'll be more stuff than we realise. Yeah. So. But yeah, I'm. Cool. Um, sorry. No, keep, keep going, keep going. I said I might have to do. I'll try. I might do a. Um. I'll do a when I'll find what date the events take place. Trader said I might. I might be play Deus Ex Man Revolution in 2027 on the actual day it takes place. <laughs> have you? played the there is a mod for uh deus ex on steam oh do you mean is it like reinvent whatever it is i'm not i've redone the soundtrack they've uh oh no i'm not feeling that feels completely different oh what are you, what are you thinking after the cassandra project which was basically was a, was a total conversion mod for the original deus ex oh, okay i think it's called the cassandra project I have no idea. I was just wondering because you said it's been a long time since you played Deus Ex. Although I do actually, I do worry, right? Because Deus Ex is one of those games where you know um, people have really, 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 really fond memories of it. And I would say, like, I would be interested if you were to play Deus Ex again, if you still like really, really, really enjoyed it. But then, given how we were with Silent Hill Two, <laughs> I don't know. But I have replayed Deus Ex. Probably five or six times. Okay. Plus, I would say. But in the last um, decade, though, you said you haven't. No, I so, haven't. So, you know, a lot can change in a decade. Well, past, once I get past Mankind of Ida, I'll go back and replay um, replay um, uh, the original Deus Ex just to see. Ooh. Just to see. Because, I mean, I've, I've, I've modified the original Deus Ex myself but I, by hacking the INI files. Because mm-hmm. I modified to make it play on um, HD screens. Yeah. Because um, you can just check. You can just go and and be an old UE game. You can just change the screen resolution by just changing the size in the, in the INI file. Name of the days. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to find the mod for this game. Um. Ah, oh, it was called the Nameless Mod. That was it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Nameless Mod. That was it. Okay. It was a um, it was yeah. Basically, it was a, a it was a is a third party total conversion modification of the original Deus Ex. It was developed for seven years. Got released in two thousand and nine. To put that in right. perspective, to put that in perspective, Deus Ex: Invisible War got released in two thousand and three. So. Huh. And um, Human Revolution was 2011. 
I was wrong. It wasn't 2012. It was 2011 Hidden World Vision got released. So, I'll have to put that in there. So, that's Total Collision Mods for you. I mean, let's face it, Black Mesa took about 20-odd years. <laughs> I mean, there is a mod, if you look on Steam, it is just like literally just type in Deus Ex and there is a mod just ready to download, install, uh, job done. And that changes, I think, like HUD elements, um, reworks a couple of levels. Um, I've not tried it i was tempted to just to see what they've had, what they've done with it yeah but so i i didn't actually have any great deal of dislike i mean i'm interested what they what they changed because from memory i don't know if i had any more dislike of the actual um original hud interface i thought the interface was but okay i think it might have been the guys i don't know right i'm just now right now i am literally pulling things out of my ass I think it might have actually been done by folks who worked on the original game because I think they also redid the soundtrack. There, the guys who worked on the original game. There, I wonder if it's to do because when they released Deus Ex for the PlayStation Two, hmm. they did put some extra levels and stuff in it. All right. Because um, PlayStation. Do so you 2, think they might have brought those over onto? I wonder if that's what they've put across. Um, let me have a quick look. Let's have a look. Deus Ex Revision. That's the one. That's the one. It's community made for close close features, new environments, smooths it well, building detail, buns some of the best modifications the fan base made, includes directly known high risk textures, high of yeah, I I might have looked at it. I, I'm not sure how I feel about it when, when communities start modifying games. I know, like, in the case of fixing things is fine, but it's like... I, I always feel a little bit like... It's, 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 it can be very... It can be very... Uh, hit and miss, and they can vary quite... Like you can, it won't be a consistent quality throughout. It can really miss throughout you get in the game, but depends what they've done. I might look into it find exactly what they've changed sure i mean you'll know more than i would um it would probably affect you more than me to play through uh the mod because i know very little or remember very little of deus ex yeah well i shall oh I would say add it to my library. I'll add it to my library. There we go. So add it to my library now. So I can... We might as well actually wrap this up as a Deus Ex cast, to be fair, because um, I've actually... It turns out, I don't know what I played the original Human Revolution. I might have been on fucking Nintendo Wii, uh, to be honest. No, not Wii. Uh, Wii U. Um, Because I launched the game on Steam... Uh, the other day on the Steam Deck and I performed a takedown and got an achievement for it. <laughs> oh, really? So I was like, oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> yeah. Have I not done this before? So I think, I think there's, uh, is it, is it, I, I think it's Human Revolution is the only, the only, not counting games where like you get achievement just by going through them. Mm-hmm. And you don't get achievement from doing anything. I think him of Deus Ex might be one of the only Deus games I've actually 100% got achievements on. I think um, I 
I don't think I ever actually properly played M Dash X on Steam either. Um, because that's obviously one of the older big box games. I don't remember if I ever had it as a big box. I know that in the times that we've been doing this podcast, I've played it from GOG. I think. I think. Yeah. Don't hold me on that, but uh, yeah, my my Steam playtime says like I've probably played it for like two hours. Um, but I'm sure I put more time into it than that. Every single time though, I play it, and I basically do like the first mission, like a, the, the 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 terrorist in fucking um at the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, uh, and that's it. Oh, right, okay. every like every single time I restart, I'll play it to that point, and it's like boop, done off. And that's when you bounce off but- it. Well, I do it with a lot of stuff, though. Like, say, for example, um, Final Fantasy IX. I could start that game up a million times and only get to the point where you do, like, the theatre performance or Final Fantasy VII. Um, if I get to, um, like, I don't know, uh, where the disc falls or whatever, the plate falls, fucking, you're lucky. But, like, there, there's always, like, a point with a lot of games where I'll just play it and go, yeah, cool, I'm done now. Kind of like, you know, when you... You launch a game up just to get another taste. Like, I remember that game. But you you don't really intend to play it from start to finish. You just kind of... Yeah, I know what you mean. I know Sit and mean. groove through it. And you're like, yeah, cool. That was that was still pretty fun. And then you just turn it off and then you never go back to it. And then like in, in you know five years' time, you launch the game again, You know, load up a new save. and Yeah. Because I was tempted when you said you were going to do uh, Mankind Divided that uh, I would go through um, Human Revolution. Yeah. Fucking Deus Ex with a fucking brutal gold filter. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, I like I like I like a lot of the ties and and clothes in Human Revolution. I quite I quite liked the look of the game, just I'm terrible at the controls. Mm. If you're gonna play Deus Ex Human Revolution, play a director's cut. Sure. Because that 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 is so nicely integrates in. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's so. But they've done a decent job of integrating in all the missing link um, levels and redoing all the boss battles. Right. That is that is the, in my opinion, the definitive version to play. Sure. See, with the boss battles, because I remember everyone complaining about those. I don't think that's too much of a problem, to be honest. Because I, I think actions in those kind of games should have consequences, and giving us a newer game. I think people complained, and I had a bit of it. She said, if you spec your character to be a stealthy, knocky outy character. Yeah, because you actually have to fight in. But then again, actions have consequences. I, I like yeah. that there, you know, there is a. Because you have spec in that specific yeah. way, it's just going to be harder for well, you. The trouble I mean, was, in all the original day, de- the original day sexes, you could do the boss battles stealthy or non stealthy. Oh, yeah, but see, that was the originals. You've got to remember in yeah. this one, it was a completely new team. Yeah. So, but they, but credit to them, they listened to what people said, and yep. they basically adapted. So you could do them self if you wanted to, and mm-hmm. I feel that's a credit. To them. They've gone well. well okay. Well, because that was what. Uh, oh, so uh, boss battles. I'm I'm not great. They don't. I'm not a great fan of boss battles because Deus Ex has always been about. If you're clever, you can like take someone out very cleverly, very quickly, and boss battles. Okay, all that stuff is out the window now. Just here's a bullet sponge. And it felt yeah. very. It felt jarring. Now, I actually know part of why that ended up how it did. All right. So, um, 
what was it? I, I, Idos Montreal. Yes. Oh, yeah. It? I know. Say it's a different team. He did the boss battles. He did the um. Well, no, it's it's yeah. not just that. So they um they did a uh like a development conference on the game. There's one for the original Deus Ex as well, and uh, they planned everything on fucking paper, like all of it. Yeah. From start to finish, like the 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 pre production, they had all of it, but. One of the the guy the guy who does the presentation says, "Yeah, we didn't have one for the boss battles. We said we wanted to do boss battles. We put it on a sheet, but we didn't put in how we wanted them to work. Mm. So they'd already kind of scripted, voice actors, built the bits that lead you to the boss fight." but they didn't quite know how they wanted to make it mesh in with all the other systems. Yeah. So, you know, you had to basically go up against the bullet sponge character regardless of how you spec'd up because yeah. they didn't, they hadn't, they hadn't planned that one bit. They just said they wanted to do it, but hadn't properly planned for it. Yeah. That's why they always, they always felt a little bit out of place. Mm-hmm. And as you say, they, they farmed it out to another company to do the boss battles. So, yeah. But they read it and they put in all the ways to do it and, and, you know, they thought about it and credit to them, they did it. And that's why I say Director's Cut is the one to play because it, it, I always say it fixes them, but it gives you more options. Sure. Options are nice. Options are nice, yeah. You can still do the full-on take an assault gun and, and blast them apart type job. Mm-hmm. Or you can take the slightly longer rooted and slower rooted and sneak around and take him out, which is sure. what I did. No, but I'm yeah, going uh, to give it a go. Yeah, if if you can get a director's cut, if you don't, if you can, because that that is. I easy. own them both. Then do direct, own... then play director's cut rather than him revolute the normal one. Sure, will be my recommendation. Sure, and hopefully you'll um, survive a bit longer. <laughs> Maybe. 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 Well. I mean, I I play. I tend to play that one up to. Um, honestly, it's going to sound stupid. I play that one up to the first mission. I think I might have had it on Xbox as well. It came out on the 360. Yeah, 2011. So yeah, it would have been 360, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure I owned them. I just don't remember playing them. But I've got this really random itch to go back and play stuff like that. Yeah. I just randomly recently started watching Blade Runner again. For whatever reason, I don't know. <laughs> but Have you seen the new Blade Runner? Uh, t- uh, t- 49? I have seen it, yeah. I quite liked it. I thought it was alright. I, I quite liked it. I, I think they did a fantastic job of capturing the atmosphere. Yes. Um, and But they went, because obviously they go outside the city, they go to like, so that outside or desert place. I think that was, you know, it felt... You know, when they're looking was, for Deckard. Yeah. You know, it was a different atmosphere. It still felt like Blade Runner. Sure. I think they did a fan... I, I have to say, I, I watched it, and I very much enjoyed it, because I thought they did, they did a really good job of capturing everything as it, as it sort of should be. Um, so, I'm not you know... A, the, go on. I say, I'm not a fan of what I got, Ryan Gosling as an actor, if I'm honest. Right. He, I don't I don't I don't rate him very high as an actor. In I mean he has a bit more personality in Blade Runner, but in so many of his things his personality is stare with a strange non committal smirk on your face and don't say anything. Sure. Um, sure. So I watched him in Baby Driver. God, right. Terrible. I hated that film. I've seen this is that the one with the the kid with the music? 
Uh, that's one where he's a getaway driver for. He's basically people pay him as a getaway driver. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's always got like headphones on. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hated that film. I never finished it. It is just so much of a slog, and he he doesn't say. A, I think he says like one word the whole film, and he's he but he just doesn't. His expression never changes. His one expression, which is here's the same expression for happy, angry, sad. So what you're saying is a modern Nicolas Cage. Yeah, but that, but this is the case. This is the case. <laughs> spoke, and then I watched um, the one I want. I thought to be quite interesting is, is the sort of based on um, Neil Armstrong, which Ryan Gosling plays Neil Armstrong, and he's exactly right. the same. He basically doesn't <laughs> say anything. So I'm sure Neil Armstrong is a bit more chatty than this, and um, I can't. I can't remember what that was called, but that was that was that was that was that was like a, I was looking for. I thought it could be an interesting sort of it. It's just like, oh, it's rather dull, really. That was a bit shit. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so they've got Ryan Gosling sort of like lined up to do it. And what did I see he's going to be playing? I was like, I was looking forward to someone, oh, so doing an adaption. Oh, that could be interesting. I find that he's playing one of the main characters in it. Oh, that's it. The um, Project Hail Mary, which is by the guy who made The Martian. Oh, right. And Martian's one of my favorite, was one of my my favorite films is The Martian. The one with uh... Matt Damon. Yeah. I've seen. I don't know if I finished that one. I quite oh, enjoyed it. I've, I've, I've flicked through the book. Um, so I um, and he he recently the same author recently released Project Hail Mary, which is this like not, it's not a sequel, but it's, his, it's not his next one along, but it's like his next little big spacey one along. And mm. um, I picked up my Audible account last month actually, and I I I listened through. It's about sixteen hours long, but I was I was hooked on it right sort of the first mm. sort of like hour I was hooked. And sort of devoured it fairly quickly. So every every sort of like spare gap I was listening, playing it on, listening to it, it re- I was really hooked into it. And I like the and I like the personality the audio um, book reader gave to the main character. Because right. across the hell Mary, it, Mary, Mary is it's told in two ways. It's told sort of like this guy basically wakes up on a spaceship in the middle of nowhere. Well, you know, he actually works at where he is, but he doesn't. He doesn't know why he's there. He's he was a crew of three, but he's other two crewmates both perish on the trip, so he's left alive, and he wakes up um, in this city, in this in a spaceship, and he has to try and work out why he's there. And the book is told through um, flashbacks, basically. So he'll as he sort of like regains his memories he gets like a little you'll, you'll basically you'll, you'll get like a little bit of a flashback where sort of something happens and you sort of see how they explain what ha- what what caused the mission to be caused because basically the basic story is the sun's the, through uh through no fault of her own the sun is dying and project hail mary is that humanity's last ditch effort to try and stop the sun dying and okay. and and they basically yeah he basically is in he basically um is out there and he has to solve the issue and it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a very there's lots i don't spoil like some big twists i don't spoil but it's a it's a really neat book i really enjoyed it and the guy and the person to the audio did a very good job of giving this guy a real good personality because interestingly because i looked up after i saw listening to his history i looked up the reviews and a lot of people hated the guy as a main character they thought he was like you know a coward you know he's a bit sniffing and so forth but a lot of people said, "Well, I've listened to the audiobook, and I really liked him." So it seems to be down to how how the how he was written on paper comes across really bad, but then the guy had a bit of personality to him, 
and right. has turned the character around for a lot of people because he's made him. He comes. He comes across. He does come across a bit cowardly and a bit like a bit sort of like. I mean, he's, he works up pretty quickly. He's a he's a science teacher. Is what his actual job was, and so he sort of like he tends to get. If it comes across a little bit sort of like almost sort of preaching, of course this is this, and then he sort of like sort of like. It comes. It sounds like a bit cross, a bit smug. Mm-hmm. I I didn't get, but then I I didn't get that. But I just the audio bit first. I didn't get that sort of feeling to it. Okay. Um, it should always be worth saying actually that I don't think I can't the name of the guy who wrote the book. He's not great at writing characters. He's not brilliant at writing characters. That is one of his weaknesses. But it's still a very good book. I really enjoyed it, and I was I I was I got very I was very sad at the end when it all ended and saw the sort of final bit. I got very sad at the end. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, but then this guy who's quite sort of bubbly and he's quite sort of he's slightly sarcastic you know he's slightly sort of like well of course it didn't work I was fucking stupid right. I should have thought about sort of stuff I then found out that he's going to get played by Ryan Gosling I thought oh really <laughs> so basically the whole book which I mean basically the whole book is basically he doesn't he hardly speaks and he, does, he does speak the book but it's mostly sort of like his you know, internal monologue I thought what yeah. we're going to get the film with Ryan Gosling and it's like Please refer to the book for the internal model so you know what he's thinking at this moment in time. Mm. That's like, oh, so God, so yeah. That was disappointing. Oh, fair that. I will say, just going back to um, the second Blade Runner film. Yes. Um, I really, so I really liked the replicants in Blade Runner. Yeah. A fucking excellent piece about what is humanity yes you know um and i really liked the way because let's be fair they do the exact same thing in the next one yes except you've got i don't remember what the ai woman's name is but basically the the main character is in love with his ai assistant yeah um these two artificial beings that just basically get treated like replicants still get treated like fucking shit Mm. just throw away shit their machines their tools just throw them away and the ai well they they, they're always like oh yeah buy these enhancements do this do that all it does is this it's nothing fancy the fact that these two beings that aren't sarcastic air quotes alive they're the most human fucking characters in it yeah you know, they yeah. they fucking they show the most emotion out of any other character in these yeah. fucking films, and they're the ones that aren't supposed to be. If you get what yeah. I mean? Yeah, no, I get that. They're the ones that people just treat as disposable, and what... but they're the most, you know, yeah. they're the best examples of what humanity can be. <laughs> yeah, what is what is sentience basically, and what mm-hmm. does it mean, and. Are they? Is that is and is this what happened after Google? Who knows? With Google's little AI project, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you saw about that, I presume. Um, no, actually, no. Oh, a Google engineered, um, basically. Reckons... Oh, they shut it off. Is that the one you're on about? Yeah, Google actually basically said that he thought the AI would become sentient, but then he released. They released the actual. Um, he got. He actually got fired, not for saying the AI is sentient. But for releasing the transcripts from basically uh, corporate documents, he released the transcripts. All right, they, that's what they basically sacked him over. But I did oh. watch a couple of people like look, look at him and go, "Yeah, this, this, this." this. Oh, I, I, at a glance, it does look like it's having a conversation. 
But then you, it has so many inconsistencies in it that it doesn't make sense. Sure. So, yeah, I've been having fun. Fair so. I have been having fun with um um I'm messing around with AI. I'm messing around with um GPT three. Right. I've got an account for that. You, if you've got a Google account, you can have an account with it now. And yeah. um, I've been quite impressed because you can give it. You basically give it a um. It's it's basically an AI text generator. And if you give it a prompt, like write the first like sentence of a news article, it will then generate the rest of the news article for you. Right. That was quite cool. But I also gave it a prompt. Um, she goes to Casey, like, if, say you have a, pro- a product, for example, you can basically give it, like, sort of rough details of what the product's about, and then you can give it, like, keywords. Mm-hmm. And then it will um, generate a, like, a, a, a blurb for it. So I did Rad Nerds. I basically put what we roughly what we did and gave right. some keywords, and then it bounced up and it created a far better description of randos that I could ever come up with. <laughs> it is it's like it's like randos. I, I, I should have written it down. I should have. Oh, oh ram, you did. It. Oh, oh, let me. You see. can't say that and then say, "Oh, yeah, I didn't save it, mate." <laughs> let me see if I can find. Let me see if I can uh, open AI. It's openai.com. You can sign in then. Uh, login. For some reason, it's got a VR fitness crit, fitness idea generator, which is very random. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. I will say, on the subject of um, AI generating things, some of the fucking AI art generators, oh, they make some beautiful stuff. They do. The um, way that they're simulating brush strokes now is insane. I, somebody, um, there's a chap on, um, YouTube, he basically, he takes a song and he basically feeds every line of the song into an AI, into Dally, Dally 2, I think he feeds it into, and mm. lets it generate a picture. And then he puts the song, video up with the song, the Dally, with its generated images to go over each lyric. Oh, wow. And um, I'll, I'll send you a link to one because he did Mr. Blue Sky. Right. And that was, it was interesting actually how consistent it was in a lot of things. Um, and so forth, and then it goes completely bizarre at some other points. But right. I was, I was, I was see, someone put up about it on Reddit. I was reading through it, and somebody got really in a huff, basically complaining about this AI um, art generation because it was gonna, t- it was gonna take away from money from struggling artists, and it's basically all plagiarized anyway. So, well, I mean, I saw get their, I saw get what they're saying, but yeah. There's going to come a time when the AI is going to put all of us out of a fucking job. Yeah. Because it's going to process things way faster than we can. It's going to think, hang on, what if? why don't we try that? Like, didn't they say they're already using AI for um, uh, like some engineering projects? Yeah. There was, um, I believe, they, some of the earliest forms of AI was they created AI to... Um, like make like circuits and stuff, and they found that AI could produce better circuits than humans could. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> yeah. They basically saw the same what they wanted to do, what the output should be, and it's like, oh, here you go. There's, um... And then you're like, nah, that can't work. And you're like, oh, shit, it's better than anything else we can cook up. Yeah. I mean, it. I get it. Like, they're, they're trying to do, like, AI music and, uh, you know, the AI art and stuff. And like, oh, but what about the artist? What about the artist? Look, it's learning. Let's be fair. Most of the shit we do, we just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. The AI yeah. is going to do the same and learn that way. 
it learns through practice, 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 which is how we do. We start as a blank slate and then we throw a load of fucking variables at it and see what stick. Okay. The here we AI go. will do the same. Okay, so here's the prompt. Write a creative ad for the following product to one on Facebook aimed it said parents, I've changed to gamers. And product. Okay, so products. Um Ranerds is a YouTube channel hosted by Skaz and the Sephagram that that does let's plays those podcasts news. Okay, submit and let's see what it comes up with. Welcome to Rand Nerds, a game channel by nerds for nerds. Here we play latest and greatest games with Vulan Podcast Man. We're excited to share another game with you, so subscribe today. And that's what she's I think a child could have come up with that, but good job, AI. It's still <laughs> let me submit it. Let me submit it again, and sometimes it comes up. Still better than anything I can come up with. Um, <laughs> I mean, you do find you start noticing form. Wait, so welcome to Rounders, you channel for gamers. Our Let's Play podcast reviews are perfect to update the latest games. Whether you're casual game or hardcore enthusiasts, we've got you covered. So subscribe today and join the fun. That's not bad. That's alright. You can also you can also give it a prompt so that you can say to it, write write an article. So what do you want to write an article on, Skaz? I just tell it to write an article on Deus Ex. <laughs> oh, you got to be a bit. You can give it some really crazy prompts. Tell it, you, I want an article about why cheeseburgers can't be anything other than I don't know a dead animal and cheese. Cheeseburgers. <laughs> Why not? But why cheeseburgs cannot be anything other than a dead animal. Also, I don't like the idea of fat-grown meat. And why lab-grown meat is a terrible idea. Soylent Green. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I need to change the maximum length of the article. <laughs> Three words. <laughs> In the bin. <laughs> okay, here's what's come up with. Uh-oh. Cheeseburgers are delicious. There's no one dying that. Better than day, there's nothing more than denim on some cheese. And that's why loud grown meat is a terrible idea. Sure, you might be able to grow a burger that tastes exactly like a real thing, but it's not going to be a real burger. It's going to be a fake burger, and it's never going to be as good as the real thing. Plus, there's something about knowing that your burger came from a dead animal that just makes it taste better. Dude, you better be saving that. (laughs) It's the same reason people love steak so much. It's not just the taste, it's the experience. And that's why lab grown meat is a terrible idea. It might be able to replicate the taste of burger, but it'll never be able to replicate the experience. Well, you can't exactly take a picture of the cow and go, <laughs> this is amazing. And in, all, in, all, in all fairness, that ain't bad. Save some... it. Save it. I want that. Uh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. <laughs> but you know, that is, that's quite impressive. And you can give it and you can give it some quite crazy prompts. So I get a prompt about sheep teleporting and it gave, and it gave explanations involving quantum tunneling. Yeah, good. <laughs> so. Now, I will say, 
That means all you hacks at IGN. <laughs> Good luck. Give it another couple of years, you'll be out of a job. <laughs> well, yeah, the fact that anyone can access this now is quite it is it is quite concerning. But I'll put I'll put a link to the show notes for people to use for good or evil. Cool. Like I said, IGM will probably start using it to write all of their reviews for their games. I mean, they already steal two thirds of what they post up anyway. So. Well, that's true. No, I, I love it when they take a game company's trailer, put the IGN logo on it. Bless yes, them. yes, we made this trailer. Did you now? Did you now? It's transformative. Really? Look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vice transformative. We put our logo at the front and there's and a watermark on it. Did you now? So, right. Good job, guys. Good job. Yeah. All right, Fuck then, me. here we go, here we go. Let's, where have I lost it? Write an article about why IGN just plagiarised all its material and you're, going to repl- and you're going to replace it. Fuck, I'd laugh if they just put because they're shit. <laughs> or they're hacks. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Write an article why IGN plagiarised all their gaming articles are bu- and, are, and are a bunch of hacks and open air will replace them soon. Submit. Okay, this is quite damning. Okay. It is, right. it is no secret that IGN has been caught plagiarizing multiple times in the past. Most mm-hmm. recently, they were caught copying and pasting an article about the game Dying Light from another site. This isn't the first I've been caught plagiarizing. It's definitely not the last. IGN and the website is supposed to be known for its original content. However, it seems they can't help plagiarize other people's work. It's getting to the point where it's becoming a joke. There are many mm-hmm. reasons why IGN plagiarise. One reason could be they are lazy and don't put the effort to write their own articles. Another mm-hmm. reason could be they're trying to save money and don't pay their writers for their work. Mm-hmm. Whatever the reason may be, it's clear that IGN is a website that cannot be trusted. They plagiarise other people's work and they're not even sorry about it. Eventually mm-hmm. they're going to get caught and they're going to get sued. When that happens, they're going to wish they never plagiarised in the first place. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. Still better than most IGN articles out what there. What so. I'm semi-impressed by is I put IGN in lowercase and it's correctly turned into uppercase. Oh, there you go. See? Smarter than you think. You were trying to trick it. Yeah. <laughs> Still smarter than the average member of staff at IGN. Yeah. But this is... um, Yeah, what well, it is... And this what's interesting is the more detail you put in the prompt, the better it gets, the more, the, the more in-depth the articles get. So sure. that's a fairly low end prompt. So it's not over, but if you put lots of details in, like name people and so forth, it gets a lot. Or put even quotes and stuff in it. It will generate from there quite cleverly. It's really, it is when you play around this a bit. It's somewhat impressive. It's quite impressive what you can come up with. So and you don't have to write anything ever again. Yeah. Well, this is I'm a hoping. so this version is owned to the public. They've got a newer one that's better. They don't allow anyone to use it. So this one anyone can use. Anyone can come onto okay. this page and use this. But there is a version, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to get access to it, but there is a version that are basically being restricted, which is actually better than this, and they are not letting that get out into sort of the wild yet. Alright. Um, so you have to be a bit cautious. But yeah, it's, it's it's fairly impressive. I think you can also like give it like um a source material and ask it to like to write like you know, like you see people like sort of like we fed an AI um, an article from a book, and this is what came up with type thing. You can do similar things to this, I believe. That'd be neat. So, cool. Right, so I think somehow we are, we've done it again. We've managed to stretch it out. <laughs> we've, managed to, we've managed to, yeah, do a, we've managed to um, write do an entire hour and one of our longer podcasts where we had nothing to talk about. 
Yes. <laughs> Whereas once we, once we have stuff to talk about, it lasts about half an hour. I always got no talk about. We do about an hour and a half. So, Still better than IGN, motherfuckers. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, favorite shot watching up in the Suffolk Crown. Scazius. Uh Come join us on our 200th episode on the 10th of September. Two weeks today, 2130 GMT plus one here on YouTube or on twitch.tv/randnerds. Uh, you can also pick us up on our games nights, which is this Tuesday, the 31st of August. At 2030 GMT plus one, you can watch my stream at twitch.tv slash Suffolkram. And twitch.tv forward slash Skazius, SK4ZZI0US. And we look forward to seeing you in a fortnight's time. So thank you once again, guys. Um, have a good evening. And we'll see you on episode 200. Awesome. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy, everybody.